Okay, we actually left off in the middle of a sentence last night. Let's finish that off. We discussed the, uh, the, the halachas about that last night. So we are on the bottom of Samach Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. And the Gemara for the whole Ahmed, more or less, was talking about how Chava was created. Was Chava a, um, a partsuf, which means back to back with other Mauritian and... And Hakadosh Baruch basically just had to slice them down the middle to make other mental the mechava and the chava, and that's a pshat in uh, the the binyan of chava, the vayiz garbasa tachten, etc. Or was chava like a zonav, and the zonav is just like an appendage, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu like built it out from the appendage, and we discussed the whole thing, which led us to the topic: who walked first? Which led us to the topic: oh. A uh, man is not allowed to follow a woman. And that is, and that's where we left off last night. I would say it's about eight lines from the bottom of Samachal from Aleph. says Ari, it is smarter to walk behind a lion and not behind a woman. Which means put yourself in a medium sakana. Rather walking behind a woman. But, better to walk behind a woman than walk behind the guy because the guy could turn around and kill you at any time. But still, better behind the guy. Yeah, it's interesting in my Gemara, which is, has a different sprach, it says, as opposed to yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so that would make more sense. Because they're very modern Gemaras and politically correct. That would make more sense as opposed to just behind, following behind a good. I Yeah, I hear. Maybe I hear. I can't kill you. Listen, if you show me an Avedizar that walks, no, but if you may have me. You know, like, like, I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe it's on, behind, on the back of somebody or the back of a wagon. Or I hear. I hear. I hear. I hear. Yeah, thing. and Lamaisa Rashi doesn't say anything. I don't know if there's a Rashi in Chesron and Sashas. I don't know. Rashi doesn't well, say anything. Walking behind a woman doesn't kill you. Physically. Yeah, but it, it, was, it doesn't kill you physically. And, and apparently, like we discussed last night, it's not Yahar Gval Yavar. Because it would have been Yahar Gval Yavar, like Abizrayu de Gilearayas, then it would have been also like Abizrayu de Gilearayas. Apparently, it's not Abizrayu de Gilearayas. You should see the feasibility of walking behind a woman or a lion or a Vedas or a rock. Says the but worse than that, better behind Avedis Zara or a or an Aved Aved Avedizar than behind a shul Bishashatib Mispal. This is a Gemara we discussed way, 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 way back in the day, fifty something blot ago. That that the Gemara said. A person is not allowed to walk behind the shul when someone when they're davening because he's basically declaring, "Yeah, what they do in there, I'm not interested in." And and to make such a statement is worse than all of these. And then the Gemara gives all the fine print that it's not us or to walk behind the shul if there's any indication that you're not purposely skipping davening. You're busy with something else. So if there's any any indication 
that you're from a yid, avada, I subscribe to what they're doing inside there, this is not a uh, shita matter, it's I'm busy, or something like that, then it's 100% fine. So here goes. You're not carrying something. If you're carrying something, less but there's nothing wrong with it. Because again, there's no iser in skipping shul. There's no iser in walking by a show when they're in there. It's just what is it telling people. If you're carrying a package, you know what you're telling people? I got to get this package to where I'm going. And it's also not true unless there's another door, parrots. If there's another door, then, then people won't think you're skipping shul. Oh, he must be going in the other door. There's another door less than He's not riding a donkey. If he's riding a donkey, he's obviously going somewhere. If he's riding a donkey, less than And obviously, he's not going to be a kaifer if he's wearing tefillin. So if a person is wearing tefillin, that's enough of a statement. I'm from a yid. It's just I can't go to show right now. I have to get somewhere. Okay. That was last night's Gemara. Let's start tonight's Gemara. Omar Rav. Rav says, Yetzer Hara Doime Lizvuv. The Yetzer Hara is like a fly. So this is very, very fascinating. And believe it or not, there's a ton here. So the Elis Ephraim, also known as the Kliyakar, says, you know why the Yitzhahara is like a fly? Because a fly can't do anything. A fly cannot damage anything. Once meat is busted open, which means if you have no wounds, if you have no open wound, the fly can't do anything. It isn't even really attractive. Once there's like open meat or open garbage, then the fly can krikharayin. That's the Yetzirah. You have to realize that the Yetzirah in and of itself is a mirage. It can't really do any damage. You let it in, holy cow. So that's, that's the Elias Ephraim's... Isn't your Yetzirah the one who's causing you to let him in? Who's letting him in? That you, you're a bubble here. Right, but there's like a, something drive. What's pushing you to do the Yetzirah? The Yetzirah. So? You're a bubble here. Meaning the Yetzirah doesn't hurt. If you tell him no, it's like quitting smoking. Just say no repeatedly, and it'll go away. It's hard to hear. The Chaim says, the Chavetz Chaim says that, that the Yetzirah is like a fly, because a fly, you have to shoo it away a million times, and it keeps coming back. The only way to get rid of a fly is by killing it. And that's why the Yitzhahara is like a fly, which means if you have a dog and like the dog comes over and you kick it and the the thing flies three quarters across the room, the dog's not bothering you again. It's like whimpering away and he he goes away. The Yitzhahara is not like that. You can't patzach up the Yitzhahara. You have to repeatedly shoo it and the only way to get it is to kill it. But by Emerson, goes much deeper. I once saw, many years ago, the following shtickel from Rav Bergman. Rav Bergman is Rav Shach Sanallah. Most incredible shtickel. If you look in the Balaturim in the end of Parshas B'Shalach, so there's the Kriyam Purim, 
In the end, 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 it says, Ksoiv zois besefer v'sim ba'ozdei. That you should write this, this Mechemes HaMolek down. Ksoiv zois besefer v'sim ba'ozdei. Says the Balaturim, zois, huh? What did I do wrong? What? <laughs> you also look good for Erev Kipper. What's what's Rishitev Zeis Besefer Vesim Baozne? Zvuv. Azishtein Balturim. Mamish a a Balturim that is kimat inexplicable. I mean, you're right. Those four words in order equals zvuv. But what's the pshat? Says R. Bergman, I'll tell you the pshat. A zvuv literally has no kiyam except where there is a lack of kedusha, where there's kedusha vacated. That is where flies become existing. For instance, dead bodies, where there used to be animation, there used to be life, there used to be kedusha, and it dies, there comes, the, there comes the flies. In fact, the way we had earlier in the Gemara, the way that, that the Shunamis woman knew that Elisha was a holy person, Ishkadish, is because Because even though there was food, like by mine and your picnics, but there was Kedusha there. That's why in the Beis HaMikdash, even though the Beis HaMikdash was a massive butcher shop, that's essentially what the Beis HaMikdash was. It was a shlachtais. And yet, one of the Asar Nisim was, there was no zvuv there. You know why? Because there wasn't death of lack of Kedusha, there was death of Kedusha. They say there, Ramesha Feinstein, uh, when he used to learn in Camp Aguda, the, the flies would never go near Ramesha. Like it, was, it was like uncanny. So a zvuv only has an ability to, to exist where there is no Kedusha. And that's why Amalek, Amalek only has their existence when Rafu Yudeim and Atayra. When Klal Yisrael is Rafu Yudeim and Atayra, Amalek can exist. And that's why Amalek, which is the Yitzhahara, is Daimel Zvuv. But the piece de resistance, the, the kicker, in that shtickler of Bergman is, is if you look in, if you look in Parakshira, if you look in Parakshira, so Parakshira says what every single, not every single, what a lot of animals and nature, trees, mountains, what they say. And if you look, Kelev Maweimer brings a Pasuk relating to a dog, Harim, what do they say? Grass, what does it say? Elephant, what does it say? When it talks about a zvuv, zvuv mahuaymer, the brisa in Parakshira says, and this is the only time it says this, bizman she'ein Yisrael oiskim batayra, ha-zvuv peseches vaymeres. A zvuv can only exist, a zvuv can only talk, a zvuv can only do his thing when there is no kedusha, And that's why the Gemara here says that a zvuv is like uh, the Yitzhahar is like a zvuv. And this Yitzhahara sits between the two chambers of the heart. No. 
Kemenchita Hudaima. Wrong. The Yetzir Hara is like a kernel of wheat. Shenemer Lefesa Chatas Reves, and Chatas sounds like Chita. So Chatas, we're, we're going we're gonna to lay in this, funny to say, in about a week. We're going to lay in the Fasachatas Revitz in two weeks, I guess. Um, it's Parshish Bereshis that uh, the Yetzahar is the Pesachatas. Chatas is Melash and Chita. Now, there's a very interesting Machlekes Rav and Shmuel here. What is the Yetzahar like? Is the Yetzahar like a fly or is the Yetzahar like a wheat kernel? So I don't have this fully developed yet, but, but the lines that I'm thinking along is that Rav and Shmuel are arguing if the Yetzirah is essentially always bad, or can the Yetzirah present itself as unfinished good? Rav says the Yetzirah is azvov. It's a useless piece of garbage. It, is, it has no constructive purpose. Flies don't do anything for anyone. It has no constructive purpose. And the Yetzirah is, at its essence, a horrible nothingness like a fly. Shmuel says, don't be fooled. The Yetzirah doesn't always present itself as useless nothingness. The Yetzirah presents itself as a chita. A chita is something that can be made good with proper development, with proper processing, it can be made good. Says Shmuel, the Yetzirah Amol presents itself as a chita. Don't be fooled. Ah, oh, this, this doesn't look too bad. It can't be the Yetzirah. Says Shmuel, no. The Yetzirah can very well be a chita. Okay. Continues the Gemara. We mentioned the two chambers of the heart. The Gemara is now going to go through the purpose of every, or a lot of the organs in the body. Now, now you're going to look at this and you're going to say, no, it's not true. And you'd be right. You'd be right biologically. You'd be right uh, physiologically. So what is this Gemara doing? So Chaim Friedlander in, in the Chelek Anamuna brings from Chaim Vital and explains as follows. Like everything else on earth, the world is essentially a spiritual place just we have a physical manifestation because we live in a physical world. And therefore, all of your avarim really are spiritual beings and they're just represented by a physical outside, like everything else. Like this whole world is a physical representation of ruchnis. When we shake a lulav, by the way, you're doing a physical action that is really doing great ruchniyastika pu'ulis. When you fast on Yom Kippur, you're doing a very physical action that, that does incredible things ruchniyastika. So everything that we do physically is really a, it's a patina. It's a, it's a little sheen on top of something very, very deep. And it's deep, deep, deep ruchniyastika. Your organs are the same way, which means, which means you're comprised of a brain, which is ruchni of eyes that are ruchni, of a heart that is ruchni, of kidneys that are ruchni, of a stomach that is ruchni. In some form, your physical stomach represents your spiritual stomach. So we're about to discuss the avarim and their purpose. 
We're really talking about your spiritual avarm. So what we're about to say now is not true physically. You can't see this on a on a you know MRI or a CAT scan. You can't see this physically because it's talking about the spiritual avarm. So says the Gemara, Taner Abanan, A person has two kidneys. Achas One advises him to do good. And one advises him to do bad. So the kidneys, obviously your physical kidneys don't do this because I know many people with one kidney. Either they lost a kidney or they donated a kidney. But not always. First of all, first of all, if I'm not mistaken, my friend who donated, they take out the left kidney because the wiring is easier. Am I wrong? Is it the opposite? Um, so, so, so I have a friend who lost his right kidney. So, so does that mean So obviously, it's not talking about your physical kidneys. And besides, you know, he, you know, he still does good, even though he doesn't have his right. But it's talking about the ruchnis sticky kidneys. Now, you want to know what the slight connection is? Well, the kidney. Everyone knows, and even like, you know, I'm not saying the Rishayinim knew this, but like the Achreinim knew this. The kidneys are filters. Advice is essentially a filter system. You let filter through what is a good idea, and you block out what is a bad idea. So your, your kidneys, your physical kidneys, act as filters for toxins, and they get it out of your body. Your ruchniyastik kidneys act as filters for ideas. Do that. That's a good idea. Don't do that. That's a very bad idea. So, so that's what it means. So we're, gonna, we're about to go through all the varm. That was easy. The rest are going to be a little harder. I'm not even going to try. But you should just know that it's not talking about the physical organ that we're discussing. It's talking about the ruchniyast one that stands behind it. Oh, okay, fine. I told you the wiring was better. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, so, so, oh, so that's good. So they take out the left ones. Oh, Baruch Hashem. But, but, right, 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 right. And you should know, you know what else I was surprised? You don't have to get like a left one for a guy that lost the left one. They don't, I don't think they have to put it. I don't think they have to put it. I thought you were smart. I thought you knew that. It's not something I read about. It's not. If you take left, it's not going to have to does it work? You can only put a left and a left side? No. No. They're always taking the left. Always hanging, they're always taking the left. They're always hanging, no, 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 If a guy needs a kidney, don't, neither don't work. Right. So, so they, you know, so they, they, you know, next place they put it on, they take out that guy's left kidney. If a guy has a tumor, they take out his right kidney. If they take out both. They, they take out both and they, they put it in a fake another. Yeah. Take out both. Yeah. It's not working. It's not like gangrene not working. No, it's like they leave it in. Leave it in. Yeah. yeah, it also weighs very little. Anyway, oh really? It's like it's like doing a hot shot. <laughs> okay, fine. I seriously hope no nephrologist ever listens to this podcast. Shares <laughs> nephrologist. He listens to the shares. He's gonna freak out. He's gonna freak out. <laughs> He's going to either laugh or cry. <laughs> Says the Gemara, 
<laughs> Let's move on to cardiology. Tadarabonan. Um, like we said, the kidney's job is to advise. Lave maven. The heart's job is to understand. Now, this is so common. He has a wise heart. He has an understanding heart. He has a caring heart. Now, this has nothing to do with anything. Your heart is a pump. The tarot is, it's talking about the Ruchni's Dig one. Although, one time when I learned this Gemara, someone was telling me that there's an incredibly high incidence of people that have open heart surgery and they suffer from depression immediately afterwards. So there is some type of mind-heart connection. Anyway, lave maven, your tongue cuts the words. And if you think about it, now I hope no speech therapists are listening to this speech, it, 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 your tongue stops the sound. Like, and then your tongue stops it. So the lashen mechatech cuts the words. Pet your lips, goimer. Veshet your, your um, um, this is going to be a tough one. The, um, okay, no, that's easy one. Veshet is the savagas, machnas umaitzi komene michael takes in and out all food. Kana, your, your, your trachea, moitzi koil, puts out a sound, that's true. Reya she'eves komine mashkin. The lung absorbs all liquids. Last I checked, that's pneumonia. But um, whatever, as I state, kaved kayes. Your liver angers you. So that's the pshat sprach, calm your liver. Like your the liver, the liver brings anger, mara, but your gall, zirekes by tipa, drops one drop of bile. Which they say bile is like causes like anger. A person's full of bile, like he's like, like and that umani chase it calms down your liver. By the way, if you find any um, bile in the liver the cow or the person is a trefa. So this is not true physically. Um, they check the liver. If there's any green, it's a trefa. Omanichas. The trail is the corkabin. Um, gizzard. No, no, no. No trail. No, no, no. no trail is the spleen. Trail grinds the food. Corkabin, that's the gizzard. Teichen grinds up the food. This I have no idea. Keva Yishenet, your stomach puts you to sleep. Afnar, but your nose wakes you up. Now, could be like you eat a big meal, you fall asleep, and then you snore and wake up. I don't know. Afnar, but says the Gemara, if what normally puts you to sleep um, wakes you up, or Yashan Hanar, or if what normally puts you to sleep wakes you up, if the opposite thing happens, you will become continually weak. And Tana, Shnehem, Yishenim have both caused you to sleep. Ishnaim and Ayram have both caused you to stay up. If they both are doing the same thing and they're really supposed to counterbalance each other, Miadmes, the person will immediately die. Huh? Keva is a stomach. Okay, let's stop here.